The Fed increased rates again. I'll explain it all right now. Another Fed meeting, another increase to the federal funds rate. This time, Jerome Powell and the Fed increased interest rates by 25 basis points, or 0.025%. And this was not a surprise. This is what a lot of people expected would happen. And more of what came out of this meeting is the hawkish tone of Chairman Powell. And it's clear to me that the Fed is going to keep up with this rate increase policy, at least for the next two meetings coming up, as expected. Even though inflation is dipped, that number softened, and we got an amazing jobs report. The unemployment rate that came out last week was 3.4% below the predictions of 3.6%. Here's the thing people aren't talking about enough. This is the lowest unemployment rate since May 1969. So the job market is really strong. We're seeing that the markets responded favorably to the Fed rate increase and the jobs report. And we saw mortgage rates dip slightly below 6%. And we are seeing people locking in with that five handle. So a five point whatever mortgage rate. So we're seeing that the markets responded pretty favorably. They don't agree with the hawkish tone of Chairman Powell who's saying we need to keep raising rates. And a lot of economists are saying the Fed needs to pull back and reverse course, either with stopping interest rate increases altogether and maybe looking at making some decreases at the end of 2023. These are people like Logan Modishomi from Housing Wire, as well as other economists out there that are charting this pretty closely. So what we're seeing here is you've got this Fed rate increase and then the markets respond a little differently. We see rates drop, we see the markets rally. Then we get this unemployment report and the chief economist at ZipRecruiter said this job report is almost too good to be true. So there's all these economic headwinds and it looks like the Fed's doing one thing and the market and unemployment are doing something totally different. So there's this little bit of a conflict of the policy versus market reaction. So what does this mean for the housing market? And what I know is this. Demand is going to be stronger than ever with low unemployment. When you see unemployment drop to the lowest rate since 1969, you're going to see demand increase. And we've already seen that through the first five, six weeks of the year with a return of multiple offer, competitive bidding situations, home selling above the asking price, and we've seen inventory, although it's up in the suburban counties and in Philadelphia, we're seeing a 1.5 to 1.77 month supply in suburban counties and about a four and a half month supply in the city of Philadelphia. And those numbers are, just as a clarification here, that's how long it would take to sell all the existing homes on the market right now if nothing new got listed. So we've seen this lower inventories, higher than where it was last year, by the way, lower inventory than what a normal market is at that six month or so supply. And this demand that's coming from a really strong jobs report and interest rates dipping into that five handle in some cases, otherwise just above six, we're seeing a return to the market conditions of the beginning of 2022, where things were competitive and it was very seller friendly. I don't anticipate that lasting the whole year. What I know is that seeing all these different things happen, the Fed's going to adjust their policy soon. I don't really trust them necessarily, it's going to come to a point where they have to adjust their policy, given what jobless claims are doing and how the markets are reacting and what interest rates are doing. So 
seeing all this movement, if I'm a buyer right now, I am taking the multiple offer mindset on every single home that I look at because there likely will be competition given inventory levels in our market. And rates have dipped. You're gonna be able to afford more home than you could have back in October in the fourth quarter of last year. So this is an opportunity. Your payment's going to go down. And with that adjustment in payments since where we were last year, it's gonna make things a little easier for buyers. If I'm a seller, I'm worried about the inventory pop that we're likely going to see in the spring. This happens every single year during a seasonal market. So throw COVID out, throw 2020 out. We will see an inventory pop. I know internally we're charting the number of listings we're taking, the listing appointments we're going on, and those numbers are up compared to where they were last year. Just like inventory's up compared to where it was in January and February of last year. So we're gonna see an inventory pop. It's already happened, it's already greater. And if the demand's still out there, that's great news for you as a seller. I'd be very wary of more competition because missing the market is a real thing. And typically we see that happen and we do 60% of our business before June 30th of each year in the greater Philadelphia area. So the message here is the market's changing. Get ahead of it. Keep looking. Sellers, move up your time frame if you have the ability to. And buyers, brace yourself for a more competitive market than you might have thought with a silver lining of lower interest rates. Obviously, all this data is constantly fluctuating, so when you got questions, contact your local agent or get in touch with someone that can navigate it to help you make a strong real estate decision.